Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pilgrims Podcast brought to you by Swaz. Swaz is a world-leading producer of top-tier custom-made football kits from Plymouth. Customers can go to their website swaz.co.uk and use their specialised football kit builder to create whatever football kit design they like. Yeah, Tom, just you and I today, mate. How are you doing? Very good. Been a slightly longer weekend, but good to get together and uh, discuss the recent happenings at PL2. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's get out of the way. You um, you were not local this weekend, were you? Hence no pod. A lot of you were in DC. Yeah, wiped out the uh, majority of the Pilgrims podcast panel. Um, <laughs> really, 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 really fun. Privileged to be there. Really, really good experience. New city for me personally. Lots of great guys and girls really love their Argo and it's growing and that's great to see. And a lot of the reason that it's growing is the football's great. The club comms are great. It's a good brand at the minute, mate. Um, that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. No, no, it wouldn't. It's, I mean, it's a slight bit of un, um, hard luck in it that the last few games, well, the games I saw over Christmas, those four games I got to see, you know, three, two, three, threes, two, two. And it's probably fair to say that you guys got maybe one of the most dull affairs of the season. Against Huddersfield, one-one. Not a lot to write home about. Hope, hopefully, it didn't ruin your weekend. Well, I know it didn't, but uh, yeah, certainly not one. To, not one to remember, was it? Well, um, the irony of it is, I was happy that we uh, didn't lose the game. Uh, I'm normally sort of yeah. complaining to you about people sort of fearing the, the loss rather than really, really going for the win. But I did um, in my mind. I would think the uh, shenanigans that uh, ensued. Bear in mind, the game finished at twelve noonish local time. Uh, would have been affected by defeat, obviously, uh, between a win and a draw. I'm not sure how much it affected it. So in that sense, on a personal note, I was just happy to not lose the game this week, Archie. Yeah, but in terms of a spectacle, um, it wasn't It wasn't the best. It started well, um, and then it sort of went downhill from the goal, really, let's be honest. It did start well, didn't it? Morgan Whitaker again. Um, yeah, I don't... <laughs> I spoke about him last time and I got really down in the dumps thinking he would leave and that speculation, it's decreased slightly. It's still there. I think it was a Serie mm-hmm. A linked to him today. We'll move on to that later, perhaps. But he scored again. Good goal. Good team goal, wasn't it? Yeah, like the move. We've seen it before. We saw it at Cardiff. Almost exactly the same move, yeah. wasn't it? Albeit different personnel. Callum Wright actually might have been involved in that one as well. I think it might have been Ben Wayne was the uh, uh, swap that was in that one and not Barley Mumba. Clearly worked mm. great, great work by Callum. Um, waiting between him and Barley to wait for the man to come away from Barley and go to the ball, and then released dangerous ball across the box. Very well executed by Barley and Morgan's. You know, adding something to his game there because he's not. I've never really thought of him as a poacher, but no. um, you know, arriving at the back post, something we've associated with what Joe Edwards really or, or the wing backs um, in recent years. So. Um, yeah, good. And long way that continue because that's something you can replicate. I was only joking with Alex Hind at the weekend. That is, you know, <laughs> horribly aged call that Morgan should shoot less. Um, but again, the, the engineering, um, that kind of move is going to result in more goals because, you know, you put Morgan there with the ability he's got, with the confidence he's got, and that kind of movement in that kind of area, we're going to score a lot more goals. Obviously, he can still turn games with some wonder strikes, but... Um, that's what we want to see. We're get, that's our that's our 
better route to guaranteeing goals away from home, that kind of move. Um, Se- yeah, please. Seven and seven for Morgan. Seven goals in seven games, albeit against Southampton, he actually didn't score. Uh, so uh, two against uh, Cardiff has taken him to seven in seven. Yeah, man of form. I mean, when when is it just about the number? We talk about the analysis and how good he is and his underlying numbers and the data all the time, Archie, don't we? But there comes a point where it's just about the, it's just about the goals, isn't it? If you if at some point somebody's just gonna assume he's an outlier on trend and go, I'll have that guy. You 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 mm-hmm. tell me a striker. Um, they're quite rare on it. I mean, let, let, let's have this conversation now. We've had this a little bit um, privately about uh, a, a former player of ours, Luke, Luke Jeffcott. Um, at some point, it's just about the numbers, right? Some of the money that was being bundled around for Jeffcott at the time was really high just because goal scoring is hard and, you know, scoring goals out of nothing carries a premium. Um, it's clearly about... More than that, because Jeff Cott never went. I don't. I think the official line was there was never an offer, mm. um, and that's gone in a certain direction, isn't it? But Morgan's got, um, you know, he walks the walk, talks the talk, and pays the bills. You know, so um, the more he keeps adding to that, Archie, I'm just seeing pound signs. It's probably yeah. probably more adding to the likelihood he'll leave us, but increasing the price. Um, don't know. What do you what do you think about that? Because right? I mean, ultimately, we don't want him to do worse for us, do we? So this is just yeah, I know it's right. tricky. It's, when we signed him in the summer, and I'll never forget that day when we signed him. I really won't. It was a rare rare occasion of that sounds that's an awfully negative way of approaching it, but it was just such jubilation around a non footballing footballing moment. If you get what I mean, yeah. Um, did we see him? Did I see him having this kind of form? No. It's incredible. And did I think in six months' time, I, you know, I'd be bricking it whether he stays with us or whether he gets a huge money move to Syria or the Premier League? No, I, I did not. I rated him, but I didn't rate him that highly. Uh, look, I, I think our time with him is unfortunately going to be limited. And that is only because he's exploded and accelerated his progression as an individual at such an alarming rate. Um, yeah, are we going to need, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything crossed, we have him. Come February the first. Mm. If he continues this, I can't see him in an Argyle shirt come August. And I'm not even that negative about it, to be honest. It's such, I think we need to see it for what it is. It's an incredible, incredible talent. Seven and seven, fourteen goals this season. It's not even February. Uh, do you? So, yeah. Do you? Um, I, know this, I appreciate we were talking about the game, but this takes it away from it. But it was kind of on the agenda anyway. Rubbish um, game. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> we. Um, we need to sell him, don't we? I mean, we well, I say we need we to do. sell him. We need, we need, we need about fifteen million odd quid, and no. uh, that's looking like the most likely. Yeah, we mate, we said it. We said it many times. Argyle haven't quite nailed this part of the plan yet, have they? We've got we've many times we've got a great um, individual, a great asset, but we've never been able to turn it into big cash. Kamara, off the top of my head, is the only one. That's half a million, which was good. We've got him for a free. We've got half a million off that. We need to be we need to be seeing more of that. It can't just be Pinucci Kamara two three years ago, you know. And I think Argyle are aware of that. To be fair, they've said you know this is something we need to develop. You know, a player stays with us for 18, 24 months. And we sell them on. Uh, so yeah, Morgan Morgan will be the outlier. It feels like he's going to be the one that we kind of hang our hat on, so to say. And we we will need it. We will need the cash. So. 
Yeah, I just hope he can depart in that amicable way. I'm sure he will, although the last month has kind of um, made me a bit suspicious of that, but he seems to be a lot more mature than a certain manager up north. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That'd be I quite mean, a nice legacy, wouldn't it? If he left yeah. us, sorry, mate. If he left us in the summer for, well, let's say, 15 million, what was our record transfer receipt? Peter Harmacy for 2.5? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, something around there, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be huge. You know, that what a legacy that is. Like, I've given you, whatever, broken up spell here and there for two parts. All these goals, I've kept you in the championship, and now here's 15 million. That's all right to me. Yeah. I think we've, I mean, what hurt about losing Azaz, and I'll say with Morgan, I, said, I, I feel like they're, they're outliers on characters. That's not to say, I'm not casting a special on the Argos squad. I think we're obviously pretty strong at making sure we recruit good people, mm-hmm. um, really nice people, but sort of Finn and Morgan seem to be um, the complete opposite of the stereotype, don't they? Not just um, good people and not stereotype, but the complete opposite. You know, we've just seen this week. <clears throat> Um, Finn's finally gone public about work he's been doing, um, volunteering he's been doing, and, and that's great. And he's not made a song and dance about it, but he did let everybody know about the charity before he went. You know, that's the kind of player we want. And, and Morgan, again, just seems like a really good person. And I don't think we'll ever appreciate what uh, stock we the club had with him at the time to get him. I mean, mm. without knowing out the ins and I don't know the ins and outs of the transfers, but there were clearly other options he could have gone with. I would have said that probably paid more money, um, and he's looked beyond that. And and to what be- and, and and to think that the club might benefit from that, his goodwill might earn the club a lot of money. Yeah, look, I'm not saying the club doesn't deserve credit for taking that um, gamble on him. There's obviously some people in the club whose um, work there should be acknowledged. Um, but I think they'll both leave a legacy. I just think Finn did 18 months. It was largely joyous. He behaved well. He said the right things when he went out the door. I think that's largely all you need, Archie, to be honest. Some people haven't have, haven't done that, you know? Um, yeah, it's not rocket science, is it, Stephen Schumacher? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not um, rocket science, acting with respect and dignity to, you know, a club that has treated you well and vice versa. It's... Um... Yeah, no, they're both impressive guys. Uh, yeah, should we go back to the game? That's should it. we go back to the game? Uh, it's, yeah, I think there's not there's not a lot to talk about, is there? Obviously, that Huddersfield goal left a bit of a sour taste. Deja vu with a fat foul in the build-up. Mm. Well, to be honest, mate, I'm more annoyed about our defending than I am about that refereeing decision. Where are you at with it? Um, yeah, bit of bit of both. Um. I, I, judging by my luck when I've been to casinos, if I've seen that the uh, roulette t- tables come in reds and over time and I go black, it doesn't work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea that all this luck's going to even out is um, it's not going to happen, is it? Look like a foul. Um, I'm kind of with you, though. Barley doesn't make that pass and there's no opportunity for it to happen. Um <sighs> I'm just and it's Brendan, it's Brendan Galloway's positioning in the box, and that's twice actually in that game. He said he's been really, really good as Galloway since his comeback. Um, but yeah, he let he, the positioning felt all wrong between him and the attacker in that moment, and he let him get a shot away too easily. And it actually happened again in the second half, albeit Huddersfield didn't score, but he did allow the attacker to get a shot away. Yeah, Those I mean, distances, that's gonna, which you've been saying gonna, all season. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Brendan's done fine. Brendan knows his onions mm. defending. Um, 
the 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 our, our, our backwards and sideways passing needs work. It, it wasn't great beforehand. It's we've had a lot of goals coming from sloppy passing, um, you know, across our own penalty area or to attackers or even beyond our own goalkeeper. Um, that 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 needs some that needs some work. Um, I'm with you. I think yeah, we can bemoan the foul, but if that foul happens in their half, we're not talking about it. Exactly. Not. Yeah, I mean. We seem to be bemoaning the luck that because all fouls have led to goals. You know, to, if we got a Leicester City fan on here, Archie, do they, have they been having the same? But because they're not mucking around within twenty yards of their goal, does it? It doesn't stick yeah. in their memory. Yeah, I'm possibly look. I'm, I'm being harsh. The, the, I'm thinking of that Swansea one where Edwards gets fouled and they go right up the other end. Um, so is that is that the foul? Is it or is it just our soft underbelly on transition? I'm not sure. What I, what I will say is I thought the second half. Um, was a lot better. I think Ian Foster came out and said he wasn't happy with the performance as a whole. But if I just isolate the, the shape work in the second half, uh, I was really impressed with that. Now, I say shape work. I was sat watching it with a, uh, a mixture of uh, Argyle fans in a bar in Washington, D.C., on the on the, on the, on the, on the tinnies. On the, well, they were in bottles. They do over there. They don't do cans. Um so watching uh, conservative park the bus, every, eleven men beyond the ball in your own half, and commenting on the shape work, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it's not quite a three-all draw at home. Um, but what I would say about that, Archie, is: Do you recall many clear-cut chances for Huddersfield? I felt whilst obviously the territory was given to them. Um. We obviously restricted the space. I appreciate they weren't very good, Huddersfield, but yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That, it was a very fr- frustrating watch. I felt the second half, to be honest, that Huddersfield did not look up to much. And there's two ways of looking at it: kind of your glass half empty, full scenario. One, we, we like you said, our, our out of possession shape was bang on, seemingly. Yeah. One one really, game and really, one really... one week's work as well. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's um, which says a lot about the previous coaching regime. If I'm being honest, if one bloke has come in and he's just is literally one bloke, he hasn't got, brought in anyone, has come in and four days on the grass has made us attack and defend corners better and look better out of possession. Mm. One million compensation seem hella steep right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was all positive. That was that was that was positive. That was yeah. But we, it felt like the game was also slipping away from us a bit, didn't it? And I'm not. Sh- I didn't see that coming at halftime. I didn't see that kind of Huddersfield onslaught, yeah, yeah. onslaught coming. And it was it was a it was a weird onslaught, wasn't it? Because it, they weren't great. They weren't great, but they did have the line share of possession. Um, but yeah, look, I think. Like you said, those aspects of the tactical positional play is is really reassuring to see. And I think Jordan Houghton, yeah, it was him. Did the he was the player put up to the press after the game, and he was speaking with such enthusiasm about the the week they had. I know you're thinking, okay, he would do that new gaffer and so on, but particularly the kind of new level of tactical detail that Foster was going into. Him, him and I think Morgan did the interview in the week, maybe. But there was, really a, there, was, there was a lot of information. Yeah, a lot of information oh. was unloaded in that week. Is that what is that was the yeah? 
Yeah. And, and Foster, he's, Foster spoke about, you know, coming at the crack of dawn and, and working with the um, analysis department about them using the type of terminology that he wants to use and changing that language mm. and making sure it's all kind of in his, what I imagine is a very England heavy or set kind of ethos, probably using very similar terminology from what he had at, you know, six and a half years at St. George's Park, where I imagine that's class leading those kind of sessions or that kind of tactical breakdown meetings with a team. It's, mm. I, you'd like to think it couldn't get much better than at St. George's Park. Yeah. So that's probably really up his street, Foster, you know? He, um, out of possession coach, was definitely one of his job roles, right? So he was the first um, one. His first uh, with um, under 17s when he won the World Cup under Steve Cooper. That was his initial route into the FA. Yeah. So what's interesting here, isn't it, is that we've got a brief to pay attacking football uh, from the top down by the club, but the club wants to stay in the division. Um, he, he's he got... Uh, I'm conscious that Azaz and Kundal have gone, but the team uh, under the previous manager was very high in quality in attack and very much not so defensively. That said, Archie, like you say, I mean, how much of that's down to coaching um, and, and uh, an approach and how much of it's down to quality? My gut feel is... The defenders aren't as bad as we think they are, and probably the attackers aren't as good as we think we are. They are, although uh, Whitaker and Azaz are keeping some very, very, very good company um, on their rankings and their and their underlying data. So uh, Foster's, you know, got to keep us in the division, really, because we don't want to. What fan wants to get relegated? Um, I'm sure if you took a poll of all our fans, that could say that look with. Um, We've got to play this way for six months, but it's going to give us X percent chance of staying up. They'd probably take that. Um, the board and Simon are pretty, you know, pretty unwavering on, on you know, they'll, they'll they'll make a commitment of what they're going to do and they'll stick to it. So I wouldn't throw them in that. But I think if you spoke to most fans, we've got a real stick or twist at the moment, don't we? Or do, do we tighten up and compromise up, up top? Or do we continue to attack even though we've lost... You know, uh, one of the division's great creators in Finn Azaz. Or, or do we think that we're not going to replace him? So let's use that opportunity to just even things up a little bit. And can I be honest, Archie? I don't know. Hmm. Um, I, I, <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that. I was, <laughs> I was, as you're speaking, I think Craig Gove's not going to ask me for the answer. Um, yeah, that was that. I mean, what I keep thinking is it's been a hell of a first week for Foster in charge. A hell of a week. Mm. Or whatever, mm. whatever day we're on now, 10. 11, 12, his kind of to-do list must be growing by the second, just getting the squad back up to full numbers for starters. Yeah, and uh, conscious, he's just, it's just him, Nance, um, Neil, Jusnip. Still uh, on the bench, which is interesting. Well, it's going to have to be. Yeah, I, I, I just assumed he'd go back upstairs on the on the walkie-talkie like he was before, but he wasn't. I don't know if anyone else is now on the... Well, I'm happy to be on the bench, but I don't think he was on the training field every day when uh, Schumacher was there. Um, uh, I Obviously, he was very much so before Ian Foster was appointed. Um, it's a numbers game. Unless somebody's going to sit here and... I mean, I assume the guys, you know, the Hugheses, the Kavanaghs, uh were on the payroll doing a job, Archie. I mean, so on the basis that they weren't they, they're on the payroll because they needed. So I assume there's a job need there. And I think we remarked a couple of times something that we'd seen Hardy and Bundu um, putting the cones out and doing the warm-ups and stuff. 
Um, so I feel for the, and again, I don't want to make this part about our last manager, but I do feel for the players and the staff at the time, the guys who are still there, because I want to champion that that loyalty, whether it's you know, obviously some people are under contract or whatever, but it can't be fun having that upheaval and you know, you're having to go get you know, put your own nets up and push. I'm probably being facetious here, but put your own nets up and go get your own missed shots and stuff. Not having the bodies on the ground can't be fun. So to see uh, how effective that was on a skeleton staff in not very long and the improvement, Archie, from Sutton, because I was trying to trip you up a little bit by saying, you know, was it because Huddersfield weren't I knew that you good? were. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> With Huddersfield weren't that good because obviously Sutton were a bottom of the league two side, even though they were very much up for the game. And that didn't seem to affect our defensive shape at all. They had loads mm-hmm. of gaps that they could have manoeuvred. What I'm trying to say, if you go back and look at the game, which I had I had some time to myself while I was travelling back from the States, um, I did. You can see the gaps opening up. Huddersfield didn't really get much near the goal. Obviously, I'm not... If you, my, my, We've proven that. I, I, I hope it wasn't too much of a um, deliberate sort of beta testing exercise in a league match but we will have learned a lot from that Archie I, I, I think the whether we should be sat so deep and so unadventurous going forward is another conversation mm. both in terms of you know three points sort of is is going for the win is more important than holding out for a draw you know my views on that um, and again those <laughs> if you align that with our values and you put me back in that uh, the fantastic Duke's grocery in Washington DC we want to see attacking football. Um, that's how you're attracting fans. I appreciate this is uh, one swallow doesn't make a summer. Um, they're separate debates, but the thing I took from it, I want to take a positive from it, Archie, was that the manager seemed to have quite a tangible effect for his work very quickly. And I perhaps agree with you. Is, is that I want that to be a reflection on that the previous manager doesn't walk on water. No. No, I mean, even our corners, they were, <laughs> it looked they like were, we might score. Were, yeah, they, something happened, didn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, to put a pin in there, I think we're a lot happier with the point than Huddersfield are. If you're a Huddersfield fan, you're not happy with that, are you? Well, uh, their chairman certainly wasn't. See, <laughs> Simon was in the uh, in the bar with us um, and his counterpart for Huddersfield sort of tweeted, I think, not good enough in the capital letters. So uh, he was... Uh, and that's the chairman. So, um, yeah, there is, um, like I say, I'm, I'm not really all for celebrating draws, but, I mean, I feel Sheffield Wednesday are going to get their act together, Archie. The, their underlying data since Danny Rolls' first few games would suggest they're going to get out of that mess or pick up more points than the teams around them between now and the end of the season. I feel Huddersfield are the team we need to keep away from us, so I'm happy that they're the same distance away from us that they were at mm. the uh, end of the match. A rare holiday for me, one in the US and one in camp, but uh, a draw is okay. Back to reality this weekend then. Uh, Get ready, folks. (laughs) You mentioned it, the outgoings. I think, if my maths is correct, in the last 31 days or so, last month, we've had 10 outgoings. With Elliot Turner being a bit of a question mark, the rumours of his that he was sick rumors that he's off so if we count him as 10 for the purpose of that this argument that's an outgoing every three days basically the turmoil must be huge having said that there's no major signs of it is there but it it must be mighty testing well i'd love to think that we could um 
do things better that we weren't uh, that we weren't doing so well before and keep the positives. It's very clear Ian Foster was hired for his intelligence um, and his track record uh, on more factual matters. I don't think anybody was interested in what certain other, you know, managers who have been on the many go around and how many points they mm. gained per game as a result of being part of a team. Um, very much drilled down to his individual qualities. We've seen some promise there. Um, he seems smart enough to make what I've just said to you, I'm sure he's saying himself. Um, you know, keep all the good stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm conscious we lost a Zaz, so that's not ideal. We've since lost uh, Luke Cundle, and we've lost Kane Kessler Hayden as well, which was a little bit more out of the blue. Um, Kane, um, I saw some noise about that people weren't so bothered about that, but that's that's nonsense. It's, he, he, he's still um, a very good footballer. It's a body that we had and now we don't. Um, he was probably first choice. I know he wasn't playing every game. Um, and, and if people don't want to take those points, Archie, then what they will take is that he was pretty good in attack for mm. the, the qualities that he lacked defending. So there's there's some top quality footballers there employed by Premier League clubs that now are on our payroll. Um, and yeah, look, Ian Foster's sort of working on a treadmill at the minute, isn't he? Um, yes, well, that's, what, that's what I said before. Like he must, it's been a pretty trying first week in charge for the guy, hasn't it? And as for the play, the, the playing stuff that are still that are still there, it must be hard when you're having when you're losing ten colleagues, for another better phrase, you know, throughout a prolonged period of time or a month, that must have an effect on you. But having said that, it seems Edwards has stepped up, Houghton's stepping up. We've got a great replacement in regarding Foster, but I can't. Yeah, it must be. It just must be really hard. It must be really hard. <clears throat> well, and like Elliot, people... Elliot, Elliot Turner, for example, if he's no longer, let's say, for argument, so let's say he's no longer there, an integral part of the off the field, you know, set up, and then you walk in, he's no longer there. You must be, you must be a player thinking, crikey, who next? Um, look, the lack of staff seems to be an issue, doesn't it? To go from however many staff we've got to very few, um, and it's an industry where notice isn't really given. People tend to just tend to go right away. Um, so yeah, it's hassle and upheaval and new relationships, which you know aren't as good as good relationships that have been formed over time. Archie are better than brand new ones. Um, obviously, there's not much you can do about it. Um, fresh starts may be good, but there's obviously this un- there's there's this idea that it might not go well. Uh, last year, where we did well in League One, there was something making us clearly outperform where we perhaps should have been. Uh, and it's a combination, I feel, of the camaraderie. That's a bit of a cliche word, but whatever um, it's called in ultimate teams these days, chemistry or whatever, um, that had a factor because we were better than some of our parts. And at the time, I'd put a lot down to the tactical work from the manager. I'm feeling a bit bitter at the minute, so I'm going to try and convince myself that that wasn't part of it, although I think it was. What I, but, but what I do know, Archie, is that I feel Schumacher was a lot better than his counterparts last year. And I hadn't seen that this year. So I just think he'd sort of hit the ceiling of his, of his skill set. Um, mm. Personally, that's the, that's the hill I'm going to die on at the minute. We'll see how that goes with Stoke City. I don't think he's the Messiah. So um, I think there's a, it, I, to, to sum up there, um, I want to be positive because there's a lot of negativity out there. And normally I don't want to be 
positive for positive sake. I think you can be in denial and there's no point kidding yourselves. But the the guys who've left us, Archie, they've gone. If they don't want to be here, I don't want them here. But I do want to give mm. encouragement to the people who are staying, whether that's because they have to because they're under contract or whatever their reason. If they're here, uh, I want to give them props for the good things that they're doing in, in less than ideal circumstances. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. we want we want that as a club because in the day they're 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 the assets they could they 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 don't owe us anything most of us the one you know if Schumacher doesn't owe us anything then I don't know who does um, hmm. so yeah, uh, yeah no, don't get me wrong regarding you know when I'm saying with all these people going out and that people um this is not me you know I think we'll be okay <laughs> we're gonna have to be okay because we're, we're gonna need to replace these people obviously and I'm I trust the club to do that. Maybe even improve in some aspects. Or be yeah. a I don't think we're going to improve. My point: it just. It, it, I don't think we're going to escape from the fact that it must be trying for the players. But trying. We've, we've covered yep. that. Um, let's, let's race through these outgoings. I think the surprising one for me is Macaulay Gillespie. We, I mean, it's been rumoured for a few weeks, hasn't it? But the fall from grace. I mean, he was rumoured to be Player of the Year last season. He had a really, really great spell. I think around now, where he kind of kicked into form. And everyone started noticing these pinging long-range passes of his playing in that back three. Uh, well, Shui did play with that. Uh, oh, Schumacher, sorry. Um, but yeah, his fall from grace. His fall from grace. I did not see that coming. And then he had this weird Car- Cardiff cameo, which no one saw coming either, which looks even more odd now upon reflection, just the solo appearance and was really good. It, odd, it, feels, it feels like an odd decision. Um, <clears throat> but if he's not playing, he's going to want to play. Yeah, I don't know our balance sheet inside and out, Archie. Um, mm. I think there's a few factors here. We want to. We've got three left centre halves. Um, he's behind both of those other guys. I think there's possibly a debate as to whether he could be the central one in a three. It worked at Cardiff. He's got a wonderful passing range, which uh, you know when it does find someone, let's say a Ryan Hardy. Um, that's. That's a that's a good that's good to have in the armory. Um, mm. So I think where I'm mad about it is if he'd stayed and played, I would have been very happy with that. I, I think we need to improve the team. So this idea that we're just going to keep the players that we've got and good work, hard you know, hard work and determination um, is enough for them to and, and you know it's not. You clearly see that last year was a very, very unusual um, time where the camaraderie in the team achieved great things more, you know, to a to a greater extent than than perhaps the individual parts put together would merit. I, I don't think we're going to continue to do that. I mean, I don't think the club want to take the risk on that. Just having, you know, players that aren't quite good enough individually but are nice guys and bond well together, it's just not enough to rely on. So. I think we just have to replace everybody, Archie. I mean, look, if you think of it really, what's, what, what we, the club the club's challenge is, I think in reality, if it wants to be a top six club in five years, how many of those players will still be there? Almost none, because yeah. the good ones will be sold, right? Mm. Yeah, no, so, I agree with you, but I just don't know if the club saw this coming in January 2024, you know? Uh, last summer. And that's not, that's not a complaint of... That's really not a complaint. I'm aware it probably sounded like one, but I think the pro- process has been sped up by Chopper coming into PL2 in mid-December. You know, 
suddenly this has all been accelerated at a really fast speed. And you're seeing that now on social media that people are it's blind panic. Blind panic. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, the Schumacher shafted us. Let's, let's, let, let, you know, the, he, he owed us more, frankly, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Would, would you move Tom for a job with like way, way more money? I mean, that's, that's the old adage. But I mean, I, I'm allowed to consume this as a football fan, right? My interest in Stephen Schumacher's employment is only because I'm a football fan. So if I can't, if I've got to, if I'm going to celebrate his victories, and applaud him off a football pitch, which I've done. I don't applaud my, I, I don't applaud anyone else that I know in any other industry for doing their job. All right, so <laughs> that's football. That's the price. That's the price on the ticket. I, I, yeah. I, I'm going to champion his uh, work that he did for the club while he was here, and now he's gone. I'm perfectly entitled to feel a sourness to to the mess. It's 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 what he's wiped his feet on on the way out, Archie. If I'm being honest. He could have gone at another time in another way. Finazaz showed him, you know, a man very much his senior how to behave when you leave a, a club. In my mind, he could have done this in the summer. Um, well, okay, let's bearing in mind what you said there, and I agree with you completely. It feels like a great opportunity for a kind of siege mentality. Mark Lovell, if you're listening, this is for you. He's been going on about it privately to us in our little group. And he's right. You know, this feels like, you know, our ma- people don't people don't like to admit it, but this is what's happened. Our manager has, you know, shafted us. Betrayed us. Call it what you will. That's what's happened. Mm. That's in black and white. We And he's gone to a direct rival. This is, this is like, you can script it better for that kind of siege mentality. We are the underdog. We are. That's what we are. But we could really go to town on that now. Now, as a fan base. As a fan base. Get that's what I want the rallying call to be, Arch. Because... I don't know why it isn't though. People seem to be there doesn't even seem to be a murmur of it. Yeah. I was looking at flights to Stoke yesterday. I mean Stoke doesn't have an airport, does it? But you get you know what I mean. <laughs> the idea of like, like, come on, this could be in a fantastic, fantastic uh, you know, people got this going on about Chris goes on about Leicester. When was it? 2008? Well, I was just gonna I was just gonna bring up about that. When Ian Holloway did it, that was that was a fire sale. People trying to get out very quickly. Paul Sturrett brought in some some of his wee nuggets. And we hobbled our way to 10th. But that was siege mentality when we went to Leicester and we beat them and we relegated them. I'm thinking about the point, the season, a couple of seasons later, Arch, with the points deduction. Never been prouder of my football club than that season, actually, of the fan base. And came together. And do you know what? We had a really good go. Some very memorable home games there where you just, just, just shifted your expectation. We've every right with the budget we've got, with the way our managers shafted us, and we should be using that to our advantage. Mm. Siege mentality is what's needed because the value that would create. Yeah, but to start now ripping the house down in frustration because what's it going to achieve? Not a lot. Um, it'd be a good end to that. We just end it there. <laughs> drop, drop, Mike. <laughs> um, but I, I think we will end it there. We, um, I think we said all we needed to say. Hey, when this goes out, there'll probably be some big flashy incoming and everyone will be happy again. Although yeah. now, now, now everyone's worried about loans, aren't they? It's not, loans, not five-year track. Everybody five-year. sees it's too, too binary. Yeah, um, mm. One minute it's, it's, oh, there's not an incoming. Then there's a couple of incomings and it totally changes. It is silly season. When it, they used to call it silly season about rumours, right? It's silly season amongst the fan base. Um, I, hold out, I hold out this hope, Archie, that my algorithms just point out the wrong people to me. There's there's sixteen fifteen sixteen thousand at home games yeah um, that's a, and that's, that's a really really good point yeah. and uh, I don't 
feel that the social channels are proportionate of how they feel sometimes, or certainly not how they act on match days. Should we briefly touch on Cardiff? I can't believe we're playing them again. Uh, they were rubbish when we I saw them in the flush up in up in Cardiff. A good opportunity for three points at home. We need it. Yeah, I mean, and again, so yeah, got got to be positive. Um, but it, it, that and the Swansea game look like again not must wins, but we could really do with with good returns out of the two of them. We then go on a spell of six really unattractive looking games, Archie. If I'm being honest, before then having six, I would say of the more winnable ones. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a home game against a side who, although a bit higher up the table than us, didn't look all that when we played them on on Boxing Day. Um, we've if we if we want to stay in the division, we've got to win some more games, and that's a great opportunity to do it. I'm not going to cry if we don't, but obviously the the, the opportunities are running out if we don't win those kind of games. We've spoken about that tough run, just to run you through it. Leeds away in the Cup, Swansea away, Sunderland away, three away games in a row then, Coventry at home, Leeds at home, West Brom at home, Middlesbrough away, Ipswich away. That is tricky. But, you know, we'll discuss it in depth in the weekend. We'll have some new signings, siege mentality, all will be okay. Tom, pleasure. I'm glad you're back safe after your uh, weekend adventure. Cheers, mate. Looking forward to uh, three points, hopefully, on Saturday and coming back on the Pilgrims podcast and talking all about it. Yeah. All right. And thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. And fingers crossed for three points on Saturday. 